Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. WWE's roster has always been insanely talented. Need some proof? Consider some of the frankly dreadful storylines creative has come up with over the years. Then think about how WWE's best managed to regularly turn things around and produce pay-per-view classics. So with all that in mind, I am Gareth here from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 horrible WWE feuds that led to great matches. Number 10, Kurt Angle's Bestiality Sex. Let's just get this one out of the way, yeah? In 2005, Kurt Angle started stalking Booker T wife, Charmel, and saying he'd like to have bestiality sex with her. As if that wasn't enough, truly it was. Kurt Angle also alleged that Charmel had been touching him up privately backstage. This was all designed to get under Booker's skin, but it caused some fans to gag instead. Then something amazing happened. Angle and Booker dispensed with the ludicrous plot points, the bell sounded at Judgment Day 05, and they just wrestled an intense, slick match. Booker's aggression fit the story, sure, but being on the front foot with electric offensive flurries was was always when the ex-WCW man was at his very best anyway. Meanwhile, Kurt sold his ass off. It's amazing to think what could have been had WWE's writers stopped tricking themselves into thinking they needed more 2002-esque controversy to create cash, and simply let these dudes do their thing. Do Angle's uncomfortable words down the mic rank as the most controversial promo in ruthless aggression history? If not, well, what does? Let me know in the comments, folks. Number 9. Seth Rollins roars back at the beast. There are parts of 2019 that Seth Rollins will remember forever. His Royal Rumble win, for example, was excellent. Similarly, the way he opened WrestleMania 35 by dispatching Brock Lesnar to become new Universal Champ was thrilling. Then things went sour in a hurry. Rollins' early summer feud versus Baron Corbin was rubbish, and it hardly helped Seth burn it down as a top babyface. Then, to compound his on-screen woes, Rollins hopped onto socials and bragged about being mega rich. Meanwhile, elsewhere, Brock won money in the bank and cashed in to win the Universal strap again. SummerSlam's main event was set, but WWE figured the best way to set it up was to cast Rollins, who had already beaten Brock, as some no-hoper who was way out of his depth. Lesnar pummeled Seth relentlessly for weeks, which made the so-called top babyface look weak as a kitten. Somehow, both guys managed to overcome that rotten build to produce the goods at SummerSlam, though. Honestly, go back and watch the match again. You might be surprised by how much of a spirited brawl it actually is. Number 8. Madcap Moss Fights Back Nobody expected this one to be included, did they? 
Listen, WWE historians won't point towards the breakdown of Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss as some banner moment in Federation history someday. It was a B-level feud at best, ideal for B-level pay-per-views. And that is precisely what happened. However, their blow-off at Hell in a Cell 2022, it was shockingly fun. Freed from the daftness of his dad joke-telling gimmick, Madcap was right up for it come showtime. Across the ring, Corbin also seemed motivated to show what he could do in a stirring no-holds-barred situation against someone management hoped would catch fire as a new babyface sensation. That last bit didn't quite happen, but everyone tried at least. Moss beat his old partner, then cupped his ears as fans genuinely did cheer with approval. The agent responsible for this gimmick bout deserves praise too, because they laid it out so damn smartly. The naff joke-laden build was forgotten once Madcap started raining down his punches. Number 7. John Cena's Firefly Funhouse Trip Hopes weren't exactly high for the second Mania scrap between John Cena and Bray Wyatt when the latter's alter ego fiend character challenged JC in late February 2020. Crowds were still in buildings at that point pre-pandemic, so there was some buzz. But everyone figured the match would be yet another Super Cena exhibition. Not quite. The world wasn't prepared for what happened next. Cena and Wyatt worked a bonkers Firefly Funhouse cinematic masterpiece that not only followed the prior evening's Boneyard Belter, but also could have been a total disaster generally. It had John joining the NWO and reprising his old gimmicks for crying out loud. WWE's booking pre-WrestleMania was nothing to write home about. They handed both guys the most flimsy amount of material to work with, then expected miracles. That faith was well placed in the end though, because Cena and Bray came out swinging with one of the greatest bizarro world spectacles ever committed to tape or streaming, or whatever. Number 6, Triple H depresses everyone with racism. If Cena and Wyatt had flimsy build, then Triple H and Booker T had regrettable build. 2003 wasn't a strong year for the game overall. His mini tour of former WCW stars included humdrum efforts versus Scott Steiner, Kevin Nash, and Goldberg. Booker T was a step up from those guys, but the way WWE went about setting it up was atrociously offensive. Basically, Tripp's reason that people like Booker didn't deserve to hold world titles in pro wrestling. Those were his words. This obvious attack on Buck's skin colour was racist beyond belief and was just one more bid to shock some more butts into seats. Thankfully, Booker was able to do what some of his old Atlanta peers could not though. Come WrestleMania 19, he entered a strong showing opposite Hunter that wiped away some of the distasteful TV beforehand. Most agree that Triple H winning was the wrong result, but the actual match itself was pretty good. If only they hadn't gone down that race road though. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Number 5, Rikishi did it for The Rock. Turning thong-wearing too cool associate Rikishi into an attempted murderer, whilst he still had his ass out, was certainly a decision WWF creative made in 2000. Mick Foley pointed fingers at the big man, who then admitted that he had tried to run down Steve Austin back at Survivor Series 1999. I, I did it for The Rock was meme-like in its delivery. The company leaned on racism again by having Rikishi allege that he'd tried to kill Austin, because Rocky's heritage meant he'd never shoot a head off him despite being just as talented. That caused the iconic eyebrow to arch, then Rock wrestled his own family at Survivor Series 2000. And you know what? They produced a bona fide banger on the undercard of that show. The match was so energetic and well worked that it provided direct inspiration for this video you're watching right this very second. It also actually made up for the crummy feud these guys were plodding through at the time, so check it out ASAP. Number 4, it was Triple H all along. It didn't take long for WWF Chiefs to ditch Rikishi in favour of of another big reveal. Triple H had masterminded Austin's attempted murder back in 99, and he was actually the one Stone Cold should be mad at. That left Rikishi with nothing to do as a heel, but it rekindled the Austin versus Triple H rivalry. Austin attempting to murder Trips at Survivor Series 2000 was too hokey to work. Then they paused their own problems for a spell to slot in next to literally every other main eventer in the company for Armageddon's six-man Hell in a Cell. Then Steve and Hunter worked one more set-piece stunner at No Way Out 2001. Their three stages of hell epic stands the test of time in 2023. It was gritty, believably bad-tempered, and told the story of two guys who just couldn't stand one another. Maybe teaming them up as some two-man power trip afterwards wasn't the greatest idea, though. Still, great match born from a feeble spin-off feud. Number 3, the WCW slash ECW invasion. If somebody who didn't live through it asked for an in-depth rundown of every mistake made during the WCW ECW invasion storyline of 2000, 2001, ask them just how much time they've got. You could be there for a while, because Vince McMahon dropped the ball pretty much immediately, and things got worse and worse from there. The three positive things to come out of it though, Invasion's money-spinning buy rate, Rob Van Damme's breakout showings, and the winner-takes-all cracker at Survivor Series 2001. The idea of WCW or ECW being a true threat to the WWF was dead and buried by November, but the 5-on-5 match was so well produced. It's worth another look if you haven't seen it since. Check this out 
out for star power. The Rock, Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, Kane and Big Show on one side, and Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, RVD, Shane McMahon and Booker T on the other. I know what you're thinking, Shane McMahon, sign me up. That level of talent was always going to mesh well, and what do you know, it did. Number 2, CM Punk leads the new Nexus. Here's something you've probably forgotten about the summer of Punk from 2011. CM Punk's feud with John Cena started when the former was still leader of the rejigged new Nexus group earlier that year. This terrible series of events saw Punk ditch his straight-edge society, then oust Wade Barrett as Nexus chief. The legendary pipe bomb promo took everyone off the scent, pushed Punk in a new direction, and led to a red-hot WWE title showdown with Cena at Money in the Bank. That remains one of the greatest atmospheres WWE has ever played in front of. But it's easy to forget that everything started with the new Nexus. The stable didn't officially disband until after Punk had won the belt and blown a kiss Vince McMahon's way. It's incredible that something as truly great as Cena versus Punk spawned out of a second-rate reimagining of Nexus earlier the same year. Few talk about that or how crap Punk's feud with Cena was pre-Pipe Bomb. Number one, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair are pals? Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair deservedly headlined WrestleMania 37's opening night. It was a sparkling display from two women who had the world at their feet and remains one of the best WWE matches of the past few years. Sadly, the build towards it was fudging awful. Creative seemed to think that people wanted Bianca and Sasha to play best friends following Belair's Royal Rumble win. They didn't. But that didn't stop WWE from stomping down the wrong old path. So the company had the many arrivals team up against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler on two consecutive pay-per-views in February and March. Two. They lost both times and Sasha blamed Bianca for everything. This tepid friends but not really build was the complete opposite of what people wanted to see heading into Mania. It might be one of the worst setup stories for a WrestleMania headliner ever, actually. At least the match itself was top class, because of course it was, look who was involved. And that's our list, no any other horrible WWE feuds that led to great matches. Well, let us know all about them in the comment section right down below, and don't forget to like, share, and click on that subscribe button while you're down there. Also, if you like this sort of stuff, then please head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic articles, just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, cheers for the watch on this lovely day. Hopefully we'll see you again down the road, but in the meantime, just be good to yourself. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.